today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. If you're driving around town today, be advised that uh, you're going to have to start driving more slowly from here on in. Hamilton's going to be dropping the speed limit on residential streets. Uh, Jason Farr is the counselor for Ward 2 at downtown Hamilton. He joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to give us an update on this. Jay, thanks for the time. Good to have you with us today. Oh, we just lost the call. Okay. Uh, anyway, we'll get that back in just a couple of seconds. The, uh, the motivation for this is, uh, I, I think, a discussion that we've had on this program and others have had around the community uh, about safe speeds. And uh, there are some, I guess, pilot projects or some situations in other parts of the city where they've actually tried this out on a, on a trial basis, and it seemed to be working, uh, notwithstanding the fact that some people seem to get upset about it. We'll talk about that in just a couple of seconds. I think we have the counselor back. Jay, are you with us? Yes, sorry about that. My cheek hung up on you. Oh, okay. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah. Uh, give me the, actually in, in a roundabout way, you were kind of the forerunner for this uh, because of what you guys have done down in the north end of the city with the speed limits, reduced speed limits in residential areas. It was was that at least part of the motivation for what the, the entire council adopting this idea? Well, I think it uh, spurred the interest of a lot of my... In fact, I, I'm going to go on out on a limb and say it'll be a unanimous decision at ratification on uh, Friday morning at council. It was certainly unanimous to go 40K and on all residential streets and minor collectors at Public Works yesterday, Bill. But yeah, five years ago, the North End Traffic Management Plan pilot, five-year pilot on 30K began. And, uh, you know, there were some uh, good, robust, neighborhood engagement uh, prior to and then in that first year I held a few meetings uh, just asking uh, residents how they felt about it are they are they um, conforming are they comfortable are they getting used to it and uh, certainly five years later you know you don't hear boo and I believe uh, it's been a very successful pilot and one that like I say a lot of my colleagues and, and mayors of the past have been watching but did there was pushback at the time though wasn't there yeah, I think, you know, it, it was pretty significant. I, I, all things considered, no one had ever attempted 30K as a residential speed limit in any neighborhood in the city uh, before. Uh, it was a different mandate then. We didn't have a Vision Zero. We didn't talk as much then. And when I say then, even two, three years before the pilot, right? So the pilot's just about done after five years. But, you know, the lead-up uh, had some robust engagement, too. And, you know, so it was different. It was change. And whenever we have, do something different or, 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 or adopt some change or talk about adopting change, there's, there's consternation and concern. And that's perfectly understandable and absolutely appreciated. But again, uh, over time, and it was probably within a year, it seemed for the most part, just about anybody I spoke to in the North End seemed adjusted. There are significant statistics here to sub substantiate what you guys are doing here, too. Um, I, I know that neighborhood safety, obviously, is part of the motivation, and we talked to a lot of those neighbors down in the North End when you started this program some years ago. Uh, and I know that Council Marula has done the same sort of thing on Kenilworth Avenue, just at the bottom of the, uh, the Kenilworth Access, uh, where Kenilworth is now 40 kilometers all the way down. Uh, because there's a number of schools uh, right there, and the young kids, of course, are going to be on the streets. Uh, but there, there are statistics that indicate that even slowing down, even if there is a, a, a any kind of an accident or an infraction or anything like that, uh, the chances of survival are much better, even by dropping it by about even five or ten kilometers per hour. We're told. Yeah, well, I'm glad you mentioned that, and actually, that was in the report um, yesterday, and something that we certainly have <clears throat> talked about over the years when we talk about. You know, what, what reductions in speed equate to in terms of the fatalities of, you know, pedestrians and, and vehicles. And 
the World Health Organization did a study, I don't even know how long ago, Bill, but if you're doing 50 on a residential street, uh, if there's a collision between an auto and a pedestrian, there's a 70% chance of a fatality. Knock that down to 40, and it's below 30%. So absolutely, there's a correlation uh, to speed and uh, uh, fatal uh, injuries uh, with respect to pedestrian auto collisions. And, and you know, you know, a lot of that has to do with braking. The faster you're going, the longer it takes to get in control on a brake. Um, the slower you go, obviously, you're in more control if you need to to stop suddenly. So the, uh, there's a there's a lot of factors involved. But the World Health Organization has been saying this forever: if you go slower and recommending forever uh, going slower uh, and reducing that uh, that uh, fatal. Uh, you know, issue uh, with pedestrians and vehicles. This actually kind of rides right in and segues with a, a report that you guys dealt with a couple of weeks ago uh, about the number of, of pedestrian uh, collisions, whether it's, well, some cyclists, I guess, were involved in, in some of the statistics as well. But an awful lot of them, and I think a, a, a very troublesome a number of those, actually happened where it was legal to cross. I mean, that, that crosswalks and, and stoplights and things of this nature, uh, which talks, I speak, I, I guess, more importantly to driver error than anything else. Slowing down is going to be key here to saving lives. Yeah, absolutely. Speed uh, and, and uh, you know, pedestrian activity, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just pretty much, con- it, it, it's basic science. I mean, the slower you go, the less uh, chance in the event of a, a, a collision. Uh, that you're going to see a death. And, you know, I want to correct myself there. I'm just looking at the report, Bill. The WHO, World Health Organization, reported that an adult pedestrian has a 20% risk mm. of dying if struck by a vehicle traveling 60K. And that's greatly reduced if uh, you're at 50 or 40K, uh, uh, a much better rate of uh, survival. So so I apologize for that. The 70%, I'm not sure where I got that. But I checked it as talking with you. Well, it's a, even better news. That's a, that's a good thing. Uh, we have yeah, also, sure. of course, uh, council has in the last couple of years, of course, uh, uh, put in special uh, speeding limits uh, and uh, traveling limits near schools, and that's going to mm-hmm. be impacted by this new bylaw too, isn't it? Yeah, two-part uh, recommendation unanimously received by Public Works, uh, worked on by many councillors over many years and, of course, some fine staff, particularly since 2015. The first recommendation is the 40K across all residential streets, across all neighborhoods, which is a program that we're going to implement uh, 45 neighborhoods in 2019 and within the next three years, all 200 and change neighborhoods in the city. So across the city on residential streets, 40K, and then Part B of the recommendation was these designated school zones, which are very important as well. And those those local roads and minor collectors within uh, 150 meters of any school boundary throughout the city would be 30K. Uh, so so uh, you're slowing down even further in our school uh, zones. And all of this is uh, in conjunction with, uh, what was it, back in May 2017, the province passed Bill 65 to allow communities to choose whether or not we want to do uh, to do these things. And so obviously we've, uh, as Hamiltonians have heard from many, I think there's about 700 requests annually from residents just to our transportation and operations and traffic maintenance division and of course you know councillors mccaddy and myself long before 2015 uh, since they've been monitoring these calls of residents concerned with speeds and wanting traffic safety on their residential streets have been doing things like you know public budgeting i've had two public budgets so two million one million each uh, over the course of the last five six years that have specifically focused on neighborhood safety and so implementing based on neighborhood uh, suggestions and ultimately neighborhood voted on projects 
with the $2 million of taxpayer dollars, um, traffic mitigation and public safety and pedestrian safety measures have been enacted. So that that's that's apart from what our, our traffic ops people are hearing. So that there's there's no doubt, and I think that's why we're, there's the unanimity on this. There really wasn't all that much of a debate, more accolades than, than debate at Public Works yesterday, because it's clear we're hearing more and more from our residents that they, they want safer residential streets. They want safer streets in general, but residential streets particularly. And Bill... You know, I, I said this back when we started year one of the, the North End Traffic Management Plan, so the five-year 30K pilot. And I, and I, when people would have issue, I'd say, how fast are you going on those residential streets? Because the reality is, you know, people who drive uh, conservatively and uh, conscious and uh, of, uh, you know, public safety to residential streets should, probably aren't going more than 40K anyway. When you're driving through a residential street, you've got a, a you know cars parked, children playing ball hockey, people uh, walking or out cutting the grass, and you're closer to home, and you tend to go slower. Unfortunately, not everybody does, and it just takes a couple of bad eggs speeding through residential streets to get those calls up to about 700 annually to city staff saying we need to do something about I, it. I was going to ask you about that. I mean, I can go back to my experience a number of years ago when I was on council, uh, and and you get on a daily basis, a number of phone calls into your office as, as the councillor for the downtown area. And, and a lot of that may be about garbage collection or taxes or snow clearing in the winter, whatever the case might be. But it seemed to me that the overwhelming majority of calls uh, to a, to a councillor's office are about neighborhood safety, traffic, uh, cars going too fast, cars running stoplights, things of that nature, too fast around school zones. It's, a, it's, it's obviously one of the top priorities for constituents. Absolutely. I, and, you know, Councillor Danko, I think, had mentioned it yesterday. Some of the new, new councillors uh, uh, have, uh, you know, it hadn't taken long for them to pick up on, on average what they're hearing most uh, from their residents on. And, and, and they, they agree. It's uh, traffic speeds, traffic safety, pedestrian safety. And, and it was like that in your day. It was like that, you know, decades before. And it, and it continues to this day. It is definitely, uh, you know, I mean, I don't have the statistics, but... Uh, for Ward 2 and this councillor, FAR, uh, it's parking, it's neighbourhood uh, uh, safety uh, issues, and, and traffic uh, speeds and enforcement are, are, you know, the tops in terms of the, you know, engagement that we get on a daily basis. Now, what about the other roads, uh, what we call arterial roads? Uh, any, any impact on this at all? So arterials would stay at 50, but, you know, you referenced right at the top, uh, Councillor Marula uh, was the first. So, so Kenilworth actually isn't a residential. It's a, either a, a collector or, or, or I believe it's an arterial road. And he was the first to change that uh, arterial road across the board limit from 50 to 40. He received a petition. He answered the call to his residents. Uh, he worked very closely with Councillor Tom Jackson. Um, you've heard Councillor Whitehead in the past say, you know, if we're going to change things down below, we need to engage and and uh, you know, speak with the, the representatives above, and that's certainly something Councilor Marula did. Councilor Jackson uh, was uh, went at it in Ward Six with a bit of trepidation. That first ever arterial change to forty, uh, however, uh, it's worked out very well for both. And uh, I think uh, for other councilors, when when they saw that, uh, you know, I've changed some arterials to forty based on public engagement and requests and across the city we have we, we see that. So that would still be case by case, but that was also one of the things I asked in committee yesterday. I said, Edward, you know, part of what we're doing with across the board residential forty K max from fifty K 
because Bill 65 of the province says we can, is to stop this ad hoc action from councillors. We know that causes consternation. It causes greater costs. It puts residents uh, in queues, and they, you know, it, it, it causes some consternation when you're kind of waiting on timing and funding and approvals and all those things. So we no longer are going ad hoc on residential streets, but we're still ad hoc, and this is what I mentioned yesterday, on changing some arterials that just make sense, like a, like a Gene Street, for example. Uh, major commercial corridors, uh, areas of arterials that see schools. There were a few one-off motions actually yesterday that, that are asking during school times to, to go 40K. So there are some obvious uh, areas. And so over the course of the next two-and-a-half-year uh, changeover of residential streets, staff have also advised they'll be a little more formal, and they're going to re- report back on where it also makes sense on some arterial roads. Others, not, not going to happen. But somewhere it makes sense, uh, we'll, we'll be looking at it a little more holistically rather than this ad hoc approach. So I think that's that's pretty important, too. But, you know, years ago, it started with Kenilworth. I don't know how many arterials or minor collectors or, or major collectors we have now that are 40K, but it keeps growing. And, and nothing prevents in the time that uh, it, it takes two and a half years or three years for staff to come back with something a little more holistic and fulsome to have a council or two or more uh, still do that, you know, make those ad hoc motions because, you know, the demand is there. As you did with the north end changes uh, down there, and I'm sure it's going to happen with all of the councillors now that this is going to be done citywide, uh, you are going to get pushback. You are going to get people that are going to say, hey, I don't like this. But is, is it fair to say, based on your past experience, that the, probably the majority of people that are going to be upset about this are not people that live in those neighborhoods. They're people that are passing through uh, that, that are upset. I mean, we still, I think it's human nature, I guess, with a lot of that you want to get from point A to point B as fast as you can. And that that's really part mm-hmm. of the problem. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 you know, it's a very, that's a really good question. And, and in terms of the observations we're make, we're making with the pilot, because the pilot is something you study and it's five years at 30K in the North End. It's not everybody that's just passing through that's going too fast on residential streets. Sometimes it's your friends and neighbors within that neighborhood. So you got to get the message out both locally, hyper locally. And, you know, across the board with this program that, that, that we're running and engagement, of course, is, is going to be part of it neighborhood to neighborhood, particularly in the school changes that we're doing in the 30K. But, um, it, you know, and, uh, and then, of course, other wards have more of challenges with cut throughs. I think Ward 2 is the leader in that category, uh, cut through residential streets. Ward 1 sees a lot of cut through residential streets as well. Uh, and, and some wards still are impacted by it, but certainly not as, as greatly. Uh, but it is, there's definitely an issue, um, uh, you know, and even across the city uh, with residents uh, seeing this and recognizing this and really having problems with it. And you can understand why. Look at some strangers flying down without any, without any courtesy at all of the kids and the seniors and, the, you know, the, the, the passive lifestyle we're living here in this, in this residential area. And it's, it is a problem. No well, it is, and, and I know we're going to address some board enforcement, but we'll do that next week when the Chief's on our program. Uh, Jay, thanks as always for the update on this. Really appreciate the time this morning. Okay, not 40K yet. For those paying attention, uh, we have to ratify Friday, and it doesn't count until we put the signs up on the perimeters of the first 45 neighborhoods in 2019. And we'll let them know when that happens. Thanks again, Councillor. Absolutely. Thank you, Bill. Councillor Jason Farr. Uh, By the way, uh, he referenced that provincial legislation that allowed the cities and other municipalities to do this as well. Part of that legislation also jacks up the fines for speeding. If you were uh, 20 clicks over the uh, speed limit before, I think it was a $40 fine. 
It's uh, now 95 bucks. so slow down. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.